Okay. So thank you everyone for putting up with like the what two minutes of me jawing and being excited over the magic button that I created to launch everything and do fun things on Twitter and on Twitch here and post magic messages. So we are Uber Geek Media. We are recording a live episode of In Absentia tonight. Tonight is episode 36, Clockwork, or WTF. I'm Steve. I'm the GM tonight. With me is John. Hi, I'm John. This is excited as I'm going to get tonight. So buckle up, buckaroos. I play Quill, wow. the Tabaxi Wizard. Really, really blew out the limiter on that one. Yep. That gauge is just spinning. Yep. <laughs> and Anne. Hi, I'm Anne, and I play the Kenku Rogue Story. And Mark. Hi, I'm Mark, and I play Zigrit, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. Your friendly, not-so-glass cannon. Go fast. Not quite as glass can <laughs> as the other members. So uh, we are just getting really started here. We all hopped on just a couple minutes ago. We had some delays tonight, so apologize. Yeah. Is everyone ready to cook and just jump right into it? Oh, yeah. In this hot, steaming. We, we can spend half an hour jawing about a. Uh... Magic button more. I like magic buttons. Do you know what other magic buttons that I made, John? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know. Please, let's just get into it. Watch this. Watch this. Check out the podcast at ubermedia.com slash in absentia. It's a nice button. <laughs> he has too much power. We have to kill him now. All right. I'm going to make a folder just full of jokes. Here we go. Just dive right be... into the recap here. <clears throat> so on last week's episode, uh, we were trying to get out of town after a uncertain occurrence at a mansion. We weren't sure how that all shook out and what the town's reaction was going to be to breaking and entering. So we were trying to get out of town. There's a bit of story in Ziggert trying to get their story straight and set their record straight. Um, then they notice that people are chasing them, or at least searching behind them. Then they approach the exit to the city, and it's blockaded. And Ziggert and Quill notice that there seems to be a siege getting set up. Like, this actually doesn't have anything to do. They thought they were getting chased by, like, authorities for the last little scenario they were in, but... Unrelated. Turns out it's more related to the fake sheriff and his old men. Ziggurat grabs the reins from Story, turns the cart around, and then Quill noticing some rustling up on the roof, trying to get ahead of a possible ambush, summons his shadow monster, and then shoots a ray of frost. And Ziggurat sees an opportunity to say, all right, screw it. We're not going quiet anymore, so he throws a fireball at the blockade. Crazy battle ensues. Crazy battle we had nothing to do with. 
Yeah, yeah. We, we just rode through the city. Yeah, it's just a man being murdered by Shadow Spawn. Yeah. It, it's like a chase scene where there's people fighting these, like, fake sheriff's guards, faux sheriff guards that are crawling out of the woodworks. <laughs> yes. And then it turns out the people that were behind us that we thought were chasing us were actually friends. Um, so Ziggert stops the cart. More fighting happens. This horned assassin joins the fight. We see the wizard from the basement that we had from a couple encounters ago. And then shit starts to turn a little dour. And then all of a sudden, crashing around the corner of a building, Yalidu comes out in his like mechanized suit with saw arms. And that's where we ended. Nice. So, tonight, we are going to do just uh, just to set the scene. Uh, we're not going to start immediately where we left off. We're actually going to back up just a little bit in time. Yaladu is working by candlelight in his tinkering workshop. And he has his loops on, and he's peering at some very fine clockwork. He's just two tiny instruments, and you just see him turn gently, and then just a little more, and then a little more. And then a small figure runs up behind him. Yaladu! 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 What what are you what are you doing? I'm I'm trying to I'm now I gotta start all over. What do you want? Yeah, yeah, I'll do. Yeah, I'll do. There's a there's a note. Um seemed important. Yeah, I'll do. Hands the note over, looks over at his work with a disgusted sigh, opens it up. Turns it towards the candlelight. So the note reads. To the most talented Yaladu. Due to issues that came up unrelated to the sum promised to you and not caused by anyone in our party, we had to expedite our itinerary. At first chance, I will send you the amount we have agreed upon. After receiving this funding... I request that the item of interest be sent to the Temple of Pelar, care of myself. There will be compensation for the inconvenience included. With much admiration, story. P.S. There is a great need for advocacy on behalf of the dogs of your city. Many guard dogs are starved instead of trained. And frankly... That was just an accident waiting to happen. Frankly, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yalidu blinks a few times, looking at the note. What the hell? He shrugs. He, I guess... I guess I'll... I'll wait on this, then, for just a little bit. It's not urgent anymore. And he takes a spear, lifts it up off of his workbench, and it swirls and glistens with thousands of tiny glittering particles. 
opens a drawer, sets it in, closes the door gently, turns back to his delicate work and begins turning and twisting his little instruments. And suddenly, glowing spheres of red light come on overhead. And he can hear shouting down the hall. It's it's the sheriff's men. And the dragonborn runs in. And it's Nico. Hey, uh, we got bad. So just, um, we got to we got to do something. Um, we, we all got to get out and fight. They're they're burning the city. And you just OK, um, is Trish, where's Trisha? I, I think she's already organizing people. Good, good, good. Um, you go, go fast. And he's waving and gesticulating. And Nikaos pauses for just a minute and he goes, But but yeah, do. You you gotta come. He goes, Yeah. And I know, I know, just I need two minutes. And Nikau runs off and Yaladu walks to the back of his shop, pulls a curtain aside. Pants, a large heap of wood and twisted metal. He goes, it's time, baby. Fade to black. <laughs> what do you mean you can't build it? Yaladu built it in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to the scene that we ended on where six guards had run up the street. The magical underground, a ragoon, is running up from another direction, from the east. Guards are engaged with civilians. They're just slaughtering, basically just lighting fire to everything they can touch. Civilians are fighting back with whatever they have. And... A black shadow had appeared off to the side between you and the underground. And a very familiar wizard that had appeared to be creating these pumpkin scarecrow creatures walked out along with an assassin that had been assumed captured and was last seen, I believe, unconscious and tied up at the sheriff's, the real sheriff's office. And then Yaladu had come bursting through the side of the building in this gigantic clockwork monstrosity. It is quadrupedal and has two saw arms. One of them doesn't quite seem to be functioning properly, but he seems to be doing all right just by bashing around with it. And Yaladu is kind of perched on top of this upright torso, and he's just screaming obscenities as he's ripping through the side of this building. And that is where we're going to start this episode. Roll for initiative after a little delightful cinematic scene.
Oh, that's a six. Also, I uh, got five. That's a seven. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not important we go first. Okay. That's I gotta get my... quite the order. Mm. <laughs> okay. One of the guards that was starting to run away that was engaging with more citizens instead of the three that peeled off towards you is going to move. Our other DM color co codes them for us. Good good to know. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> stop, stop comparing me to him. He'll kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I make no promises. Um, so he's going to go to there. Okay. Steve, Steve, did you get those all those wonderful gifts I sent you? Please, Steve, don't hurt me. <laughs> um, and he is not within range of anyone. That's his turn. And then we have this guy. He's going to get up by a story. Yeah. And he is going to attack. Natural 20. No. Oh. Dang. For once. For once. Steve is hitting the good rolls. Natural 20 for what? Natural 20 for the attack roll. Yes. I have a spell that I can do. Natural 20 for what? Oh, okay. That would be a 24. Nope, I, I cannot block that. Good talk. Barely cannot block that. So close to being able to. Well, I mean, it was it was nice that we're all all involved in this combat, and soon we'll all be dead, and, and Steve will have accomplished all of his dreams. I'm still two point health points down from earlier tonight. How many? Two. I'm still two two health points down. <laughs> oh yeah, two because we haven't had a chance to rest well. Uh, <laughs> Ouch! We fell and hit the ground. Uh, like it's not a lot, but also, I'm not starting at a hundred. 15 damage? I don't like you anymore. <laughs> Apparently this is the one night where Steve is rolling really well and there's a ton of combatants on the field. I am so excited to play my fire genasi. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. It's a yeah. ranger. So I can have a pet. We'll make, uh, make an echo night. The leader of that other group is going to run and double move. And he'll get to about there. And Trisha's turn. <laughs> Does Trisha see the spew of blood coming from the bird? Uh, Our healing woman here? She's going to have to travel through rubble, but she's going to double move. And it is unfortunately only 30 feet because of the rubble that Yaladu did, because she's coming through in his wake. Mm -hmm. So that'd be about there. Let's go to you. Where are you, Home Slice? Too many players on this map. 
yeah, okay. So, yeah, he's going to double move, and he's going to get by his home over here. And then it's Story's turn. Great! <laughs> How's Story feeling after that hit? Not, not great. Quick update, uh, he got me bad. I am... Oh. I am almost single digit. Yeah, he, um, he crit? Yeah. He crit yeah. good. Yeah, I did. Was that just the first guard? Uh. That's where we're at so far? Uh, no, we're to that my was, turn. Um, three, four guards and Trisha have gone now. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to stab the guy in front of me. Okay. You get sneak attack since he's engaged with me too, Quill. That's awesome. That sweet, sweet advantage. So I'm going to hit him 13. Uh, 13 does not hit. Okay. I'm going to bonus action disengage. And hang on. No, because he walked up. He probably found me. I was going to say, I technically was hidden. Because that was like the last thing I did, but that's fine. I'm going to. You guys had all done considerable damage to these three, too, remember? Last yeah. Time. Yeah. And then I bonus action hid behind the edge of the thing. And we all joked about the fact that that mechanically works. That's true. But, I mean, if he walked up, the, there I am on the other side. Like. Okay. Uh, bonus action disengage. And I'm going to not run away from my guys. Uh, but try to get on the other side. Of. The muscle. The muscle. My, okay. My, my sorcerer friend. Okay. Uh, guard one is going to run up, and he's going to attack... Who is that? Sacred? Uh, yeah. Yep. Zoom in closer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's Sacred. Okay. Ugh. 13? Oh, that is a miss. Okay. And then it is Sacred's turn. Uh, Ziggurat is going to look at the two guys and go, good eye, fellas. Nice to meet you both. And he's going to reach out and grab both his giant hands. And are, this is important because of the spell I'm casting. Are either of these guards wearing metal armor? I think in my head I had them at boiled leather. That's fine. I'm going to use shocking grasp, which has a special effect if they're wearing metal armor. So if they're not, that that doesn't happen. Uh, what I about, am uh, weapons. Just armor. Isn't it? Is it just? It's just armor, not yep. carrying metal. Yeah, it just okay. says if the target is wearing armor made of metal. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm going to spend a sorcery point and twin, shocking grasp, and attack both of them. So it's two separate attack rolls. Okay. Oh, ten on one of them. That is a miss. Okay. The other one is going to be a natural 20. Nice. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. Oh, it, sweet. It already knows that it's a nat 20 on D&D &D Beyond. 
So I just have to click roll now. It like highlighted it. It looks cool. All right. So anyway, sorry. I'm geeking out about that. 22 damage. 22 uh, shock damage. Lightning damage. And that would be to guard three, right? Yeah. Let's say the first one was the guy on my left. And the second one was the guy on my right. Ziggurat's right-handed. So it makes sense. That one's going to be a little. No. So guard three. Okay. Guard three takes, oof, okay. 22. 22 points of damage. And uh, out from behind Ziggurat, guard three sees a hand shape that is very recognizable. <laughs> <laughs> a lone finger sticking out. <laughs> um, oof, yeah, okay. And he takes that with a grunt and is not, it's looking a little singed. He's got a little smoke. Coming up off his shoulders. And uh, okay. that is Ziggurat's turn. He's not going to try to move and no bonus actions. Okay. And then it is our hooded assassin's turn. He is going to step back into. Let me just make sure with the ruler that I can actually do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he can do that. Okay. Um, yeah, he's going to take a step back just a little into that area of darkness. And then you hear a clang and a thunk and ziggurat. Did they set up a trebuchet in there? (laughs) Does a, let's see here. My AC is 14. Uh, 10. Oh, yeah, he didn't hit you. He's got all those friends around him. He's, I mean, all these these guard friends. Makes me sad. Okay. Do, do I see anything coming at me? Like, is it is there like a, something that whizzes by me when he? Yep. You just you see an arrow just fly out from the darkness. And then it is. Ooh. Okay. Now we're getting into some fun stuff. Oh no! Basement no, no. wizard. Basement wizard's turn. Crack some knuckles here. Okay. Basement wizard. Get into my thing here. Really sounds like a guy that lives in his mom's basement that just is trying to make that sound like a cool situation. Hey, hey, I'm I'm a lizard wizard. I'm not going to knock someone else for being a wizard of a specific variety. So he can summon basements all he wants. I mean, though, look, this this guy doesn't look like he's in the best of health. Probably problematic. You're living this in basements, co- conjuring basements and living in them all his life. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man, conjure some sun. That's really hard. That, that's like druid spells. Yeah. Wizards can't do those. Valid. Okay. Uh, he is again. Uh, they've got it out for Ziggurat because he sees that Ziggurat is the primary damage dealer. Diving, ducking, dipping, dodging. And he's going to have to move a little closer, which is unfortunate. He has to move closer, you say. (laughs) 
and a ray of sickening greenish energy lashes out oh, Lord. towards Ziggurat. Is this an attack roll or is this a saving throw? This is a ranged spell attack. So, oh, God damn it, 10. That's a miss. I don't even have to use shield yet. That's a waste of fucking spell slot. Welcome to the party. Wasting spell slots is what I do. Right. Okay. Uh, fuck, that's, uh, can he do anything else? Sigurd's like got his wand out and he's ready for like casting shield and having magical combat and everything is just missing him. Like, all right, I don't need to do anything here. Just whatever. All of these guys, they just care very deeply for the guards that are standing in front of you. And they, they were very careful and don't want to hurt their friends. After he dies, I want to, like, gush about him a little bit. He's kind of cool. <laughs> um, okay, let me just... Give me a second here. Uh, bonus action. Nope. 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 Fuck. Okay, that's his turn. God damn it, he's going to die before I get to do any of the fun stuff. See? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Uh, then it's Quill's turn. Cool. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that other shadowy figure had such a hard time. I mean, it's it's so nice. Let's just do it twice. Uh, summon Shadow Spawn. I'm going to summon it right, right, right next to our good old wizard friend. Just more despair. Okay. More in- intrinsic despair. And, uh, God damn it. yeah, that'll be... Quill's <laughs> not going to move, so that'll be Quill's turn. But uh, okay. Shadow Spawn's turn is taking a, taking a swing at this wizard for a uh, 25 to hit. God damn. Yeah, that's a hit. Not going to get to do any fu- fun stuff. No, it's fine. Microphone fucks up. <laughs> My characters die. D12. Okay. Uh, for 12 damage. 12 cold damage. And that was to the wizard? Yep, that's to the wizard. That's uh, Quill's turn. And now the most important character goes. Okay. Then we go to Yaladu. So far away, though. Does he have a laser beam on that thing? Is he? Is he that far away, John? It feels like it. He's, he's fairly far away, but he's also in a robot. I mean, 95, 90 feet. He is also in a robot. Um, He... He is going to double move in his robot to there. In his iron giant. Is he within range? He is within range. He is going to attack with his functioning saw arm. And that is a hit. And he hits for 19 damage. Who let this man build a giant robot? Oh. Who allowed this man? <laughs> Can I steal these plans? Can I have a giant robot? Yaladu, you guys have never established what level he is or anything. He like did that, say he went on his own adventures, so I assume he's been. He did say that. Um, so you see him fiddling with the controls, and the other arm is jerking around a little bit, but it's it doesn't seem like it's quite functioning properly. And you hear him just mutter, God damn, just rush job. And then it is guard two is way the f- way the fuck over by Quill, Story, and Ziggurat. 
And he is going to... Can he squeeze in here? Ooh, he can get around. And seeing Quill on the other side of oh, Ziggurat, no. he's going to think... He's going to go take a poke at you. My, my delicate tabaxi body. Twelve? Uh, I will use a shield. Shit. Okay. And then we go to... Jelkis. Jelkis. Where... How far away is Jelkis? Ah, uh, too far. Shit. Okay. You know what? Jelkis is going to move his 30 feet. Put him there. And he's going to throw a dagger. Oh, and it skitters across the cobblestone. A little too over-eager, that one. And then it would be... Oh, straight to Jorshan. Okay. Uh, Jorshan is also going to move, and she is going to attack with two daggers. First dagger is a hit. Six and ten damage. That is to... Who are you? Guard four. Wow, guard four has taken a beating. I don't feel bad for guard four. Where's your humanity? No, I struggle too as well. The city is now fully, or at least getting to be ablaze. Guards are running everywhere. Civilians are fully engaged with these ne'er-do-well evil guards. And... They're taking he the guards are not necessarily taking heavy losses, but the citizens are. The underground is starting to spread out throughout the houses, trying to do what they can to put out whatever fires they can that are further internal in the city. And then when you say guard, you mean like the good guy guards, right? Uh, the good guy guards actually haven't shown up yet. It's just the underground at mm, this okay. point. So, top of the round again, guard five. Guard five is going to roll up on Jorsren and attacks with his spiky club. That is a definite miss. Nowhere near hitting that roguelike dex. Thank goodness for the DM rolling shitty tonight. <laughs> you say as I already crit once yeah. again, story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. A bit. Super great. Okay. Uh, and then we go to guard three, which is the middle guard in front of Ziggurat. That's the bastard. That is the bastard. And cannot get to story, so squaring up on Ziggurat. Hey. Okay. Uh, 13. That'll miss. Son of a bitch. Okay. Trisha who is now way behind and but should be out of the rubble is going to double move actually she's going to pause just no she can double move safely and still be out of the fray um, she is going to double move right there and then you see her she's going to palm one of the leather pouches of her bandolier and a jar loosens into her hand. But that's all she can do. And guard six, who is... Guard six is next to... Also next to Jorsren. 
It's going to attack 15, which is not a hit. And then we go to guard 3, the actual guard 3 this time. It's also going to attack Jorstrin. Oh, it went from 14 to an 8. I hate that. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a miss. Um, and then we go to story. Story? Pissed off story. <laughs> Pissed the fuck off. Uh, she is going to run around Skull Crusher behind guard one. Okay. And she's All gonna right. stab him. Come on. 19? That is a hit. Nice. That's seven damage. And then because that particular guard is in melee with someone else, we're going to go ahead and do that uh, sneak attack for another 11 damage. And we're going to bonus action dagger for a 28. That's a hit. For another four damage. He is in rough shape. And Story's gonna stay there and not uh, have a... a, Not let give him a chance to hit her. And then it's Guard One's turn. And Guard One grins through bleeding teeth. Mm -hmm. Come on, baby! Uh, 17 to hit. Shield. That's right! All these mages with their shield spells. (laughs) And her shield? You know that that hand gesture? That universal hand gesture? (laughs) That's her shield. Fuck you! Nice. (laughs) Alright. Yeah. And that is guard one's turn. So then it goes to Ziggurat. Ziggurat's going to look at all three guards in front and say, see it, fellas. And it's going to misty step. Ooh. Oh, okay. And then when he reacts, that's a bonus action, by the way. Um, he's going to take a big breath in and exhale this cone of icy air as he uses his racial ability and that will not incur because you're not moving through a threatened square correct it's a teleport spell so it just gotcha yep nice all three of them have to take a dc 13 dexterity saving throw and i just checked to make sure it's not going to hit anybody else so it will hit just the three of them even with my move even with your move, yeah. Okay. Basically, okay. that's the that's a dex cone check. here. Yep, they uh, have to be a 13. That meets. So that saves. Yeah, yeah. if you meet... It, uh, wait, is that how that works? Meets and beats. But I think it's just yeah, half okay. damage. Uh, that's okay. For, unless Fizzbin's had something different for... Oh, it is. It is half damage, okay. yeah. So I'll uh, The second one here. fails. And we're doing top down, right? Yep, top down. Third one passes. <laughs> so the nice. top, the 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 first one and the third one take holy uh, shit nine damage each, and then the middle one 
takes 19 cold damage. Okay, so guard one takes how much? Nine. Nine? Nine, yeah. Eight. Nine. Nine. Tell me how guard one dies in a horrible experience. So all three of them see Ziggurat wave at them, see a light of mites, disappears, and it's just kind of mist. And that mist that is around them starts to form and kind of gets this heavy fog about them. Their backs are all turned to Ziggurat still. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like Ziggurat sneezes his breath out like, Wah! And icicles just shoot straight through the back of his head, like from his back out the front, bloody ice just sticking through. And all three guards have like when their straight line winds and it's freezing rain and the icicles are like horizontal. That's what it's like for all three of them. Quite a bit of blood intertwined with these icicles, too. (laughs) Quill just gets shink. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah oh gross uh and then it is our friendly neighborhood assassin's turn uh, assassin is right next to you here uh let's see here okay he is going to cast blindness deafness at third level so he can choose an additional target. So Ziggurat and let me just roll a dice to decide between He's, the yeah. story and so he can see out of the darkness. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. So uh and high or low? God damn. Low. <laughs> low. Low. This is going to be fun. Okay. Story and Ziggurat need to do a constitution saving throw. Oh, thank goodness. 24. It's a two. (laughs) So I'm blind and deaf. Okay. So Ziggurat saves. Story. Still have a two. Yeah, that is a fail. Oh, either blinded or deafened. Or? Wait, I thought the caster picks. Yeah, you pick. No, no, I, yeah, I, I do. Oh, okay. As the caster. Blind or deaf? Uh, let me, let me see. Let's, let's leave this up to chance. I'm feeling, um, high or low story. Fucking A. <laughs> low, why not? The dice giveth and the dice taketh. It's a four. So am I blind or deaf? That's low. We'll say... No. I didn't really establish that, did I? (laughs) Okay, sorry. I think that should mean deaf. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Just because I fucked up and didn't actually declare which was high or low. Okay. It is Basement Wizard. Basement Wizard's just living his best life. He really is. I, I'm excited about this I like this how part. both sides have decided that the donkey and the horse are not a part of this. There's method to that. 
it is the me. method the DM doesn't want to deal with two more characters Not at all. On the board. I am fully planning on having them come into the battle. And not necessarily the horse, because he doesn't really care about any of you, but Head Smasher does care about one member of the party in it's particular. True, one member of the party that hasn't taken damage. <laughs> Head Smasher is a cleric? <laughs> uh, it's a paladin. It's a donkey Ooh. paladin. What spell is this basement wizard casting? I am. I gotta check with the ruler here. Uh, basement wizard is there. Oh, he can do this. Okay. All right. Basement wizard is going to go a couple feet forward. Not close enough to. Oh, he doesn't step out of range. Unfortunately, he he stepped out out of of range for me. But he does. Oh, it's, it was only a... Oh, shit, I forgot spawn. about the It's only a tended hit. You're okay. Shadow spawn. Okay, he's fine. Ew. Okay. Now, the wizard raises a hand full of ash tinged with red. He blows on it, and an eerie green light starts to glow around the ash, and it travels over to the corpse of guard... One. <laughs> it's going to be like awesome. Counter spell. spell. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have that spell. The corpse of guard one begins to twitch and shudder and stands up. <laughs> I love necromancers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifelong dream right here. Right here. That lifelong dream. Okay. Now let me just read through the spell here. I create an undead servant. Weird. Oh, I can have him become a skeleton. Oh, no, it's a skeleton if I choose bones or a zombie if I choose a corpse. Skeleton rips free from the fleshy bonds of its prison. Oh, see, I had he stood up and then like uh, that that scene from Bruce Almighty. He just whips his skin and bones and skin and meat and everything down. Finally, I'm free. OK, <laughs> it's been too long. Okay, so he commands it, whips around, points at Ziggurat, and says, eat his face. Oh, that's rude. So he brings it back from the dead and feeds it basalts. Got it. (laughs) Accurate. Now, does he go right away on this turn? It doesn't specify in the spell. It doesn't specify in the spell. I would say no, then. Yeah. It, It would probably get its own initiative order, then. Unless it says specifically that it takes its initiative at a certain time, then I would assume it gets its own. Yeah, that's how we're going to play it. I think technically you put the te- zombie template onto the... Yeah, like for sh- summon Shadow Spawn, it says it shares my initiative and goes immediately after me. And Yeah, but who the hell has time for that? Yeah, 5e has gotten pretty good about like when, like it, whether or not it rolls its own initiative or if it goes with you. But hey, now there's a zombie on the field. Not perfect, but they got they got some things figured okay. out. Okay, so sorry, does he go on my turn? That next turn, I think you roll initiative, and it depends on where it lands on the order. That is fair. Uh, where did it put it on the initiative tracker? Ooh, okay. So he goes way up there. Cool. I'm down with that, yo diggity. So then it is Quill's turn. Quill is very tempted to just flee the scene or flee from this danger. But instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast another uh, scorching ray 
group of blasts. I'm going to fire one at guard three, one at guard two, and one at the wizard. So guard threes is uh, 11 to hit. It's a miss. Uh, guard Bottom guard is 18 to hit. That is a hit. And then wizards is 15 to hit. And that is a hit. Okay, so guard four is eight fire damage. Wizard is six fire damage. Okay. And I uh, I continue to stand bravely where I am. Okay, then it is Yaladu's turn. Oh, it, it's Shadow Thing. Oh, I'm sorry, Shadow. <laughs> yeah, he's going to move up and around the wizard, and so he has advantage on this attack roll. Okay. Roll 2d20. Right, I'm flanking. 11, I assume, does not hit. Yeah, <laughs> I got a 1 and a 5. We're hitting the zombie? It was still attacking the wizard. Oh. Oh, still attacking the wizard. That is a miss. Yeah. And that is the Shadow's turn. I am not having a lot of luck. Okay. Then it's Yaladu's turn. I, I burned it all uh, trying to kill that mysterious figure that we never encountered. Let's do a quick roll. Yaladu is going to use his one good saw arm, and he is going to attack guard three, who is now right in front of him. That is a hit for... Oh, it was almost really good. Oh, no, that's still really fucking good. Okay, 24. 24 damage? Yeah, Yaladu in his robot clockwork thing is a badass. That was guard three. And yeah, Yaladu brings his saw arm down, and you just see this terrifying glee in Yaladu's eyes. And the saw begins to spin and he just bears down on this guard and you just hear him screaming as he sawed in half and then all of his enemies need to do a quick saving throw so they all have to do a saving throw because they're afraid yes there is a <laughs> special feature for yaladu's <laughs> it has a modified frightful presence weird but it only works after he's killed someone. I don't think that's modified at all. That's just like normal Frightful Presence. No, Frightful Presence is just... Well, yeah. And he, if he shows up within that certain radius, uh, people are scared. In reality, if a man showed up with a giant saw and just sawed someone <laughs> in half, that's usually that's the moment when you all are afraid. Okay. Let's do some saving throws. And really, it's just the one. That's unfortunate that the... Other guard isn't closer. <laughs> oh, that's a fail. That is a fail. Okay, so on on guard six's turn, he needs to try to get as far away as possible from Yaladu. Seems fine. Okay, and then it goes to guard two. Yep, down by me. Wonder who he's gonna attack, John. I don't know. He could he could turn around and fight for our team. I mean, there's always time. He is going to use a feature. We all literally just saw this uh, This man saw it in half. I mean, he has time to make life choices right now. <laughs> uh, does a 19 hit, John? Uh, yeah, you, yeah, a 19 does hit. Okay, so as his spiked club comes down with weird detail, Rava can see bits and pieces of others that this club has bashed that are rotten and congealed on the surface. 
of this club. So that is six regular damage. And then Quill is going to take two damage this turn and one D4 damage. And he is bleeding for the next four turns. I take six damage yep. and then another two damage. Right. Yep. Okay. And for the next four turns, you'll take one d4 damage as you bleed out. Do I do I make saves for the bleed? No, it's bundled okay, in fine. with the. I'm not that nice, John. Let's be honest. <laughs> so Yellow do cut a dude in half. One of the other guards is now scared of him, which is uh-huh. smart. And uh, they just. Uh, bad news. Bad news, bears. Uh, the shadow is also gone. Oh. Oh, you broke concentration. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Ruh, Ruh, Reggie. my buddy. Oh, shit just got Wait, real. That's a, oh, that is a concentration. Damn. Oh, I do get to use bless. Bless didn't that. do anything for you, did it? You're not supposed to remind him of. I don't lose the shadow. Son of a bitch. Yay. Shadow wavers for shadow a moment. Wavers. And this this weirdly magic fey holiness saves me from. Uh, being worse than ever possibly could be. It is Trisha's turn. Trisha is going to lob this jar she has in her hand. <laughs> Trisha's gonna throw this jar. She's like laden with shit. She is going to throw that as a ranged attack. Nice. We're all, we're all slinging these massive spells around. Yaladu has a giant robot and she throws a jar. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yeah, it's in but the jar that counts. Until the jar does something. It's much less The impressive. jar crashes in between guards six and five. And a blue flame shoots out. Both guards are pushed back five feet, and they both take 1d6 force damage. Oh. So guard... We'll go top down. That seems to be working the best. Guard five takes three damage and is moved back five feet. Oof. Okay. That's a good oof for me. Oh, that's not good for for guard six, though. Uh, Guard six is pushed back towards (laughs) Yaladu. Poor bastard. Uh, And that is one damage for card six. Does he trip over his friend? I don't think bodies count as difficult terrain in 5e, do they? No. He's on the X. No? Okay. I mean, like, logistically it would make sense, but whatever. Probably not. And then Trisha is going to move diagonally. Oh, would she incur? Yeah, she would incur at this point. Yeah, she'll stay where she's at. She's smart. Okay, and then we get to... Zomboloid? Yes. Wait a second, did I do something? Did I screw something up? Because Yaladu went, then guard two. It should have been Jelkis, not... uh... Trisha. Not Trisha. Yeah, Jelkis and... Okay, that's fine, we'll just do it. Oh, not Trisha. That is a miss for, yeah, that's a miss for Jelkus. That's disappointing. And a miss on the primary. Oh, that's a hit. Okay. So that'll be 
Ooh, nice. 11 on guard 6. That's still pretty good damage. Okay. Alright, and then back in correct initiative order will be guard 5. And he'll attack Jorisra. We'll just say he got pushed in a different direction. And he misses anyway. Guard 3 is next. Who are you next to, sir? Me. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't notice. 14. I cast shield. Okay. Once again, this kind of sandy wall appears between me and them. It's guard three. Ooh. That freaking love that. Oh, that was a bad idea. Is Story's shield just like a puff of feathers? Yes. Yes. Love it. Mm. She she brings up her hand to give the symbol and it just goes. <laughs> then it's zombie's turn. Zombie is going to go after Ziggurat and would incur an attack of opportunity from Story. Damn right. And from the Shadow Fiend. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You said that... Um, that with the Bless, I managed to keep the Shadow Fiend. With Bless, you managed to keep him. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be bad. Yep. So so can I hit him with my melee? Yeah, you've got your daggers out. Yep. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I can stab... Okay. 27. Oh, yeah, that's a hit for sure. For nine damage. Nine damage to El Zambia. Um... A natural 20 to hit for the uh, shadow spawn. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Only 16 nice or cold damage. Oh man. What? Highs 16? <laughs> well, it was, it's Only a 1 16. and a 9. Like it was, it was, I always seem to like, like those high and lows. <sighs> I just want to double check and make sure there's no weird. No weird. Weird what? Just making sure there's no weird things with cold damage. Oh, for zombies? I have no idea. No, there's not. Well, that reduces him to... Okay, so it says reduces the zombie to zero hit points. So that does, but technically it does more damage than that. As soon as it reduces it to zero, it would do the... uh... Undead fortitude? Okay. Constitution saving throw with the DC of five plus the damage taken. So 21. Yeah, I guess so. Is my. And he's got a plus three to con. It's going to be great. Yeah, the zombie. Undead. Come on, Nat 20. That's pretty good for a. 15. He tried. He tried his best. He tried. And he, <laughs> he returns to his. Returns to his ex. All he wanted to do in life was eat faces. And now. His natural state. That's all he wanted. Yeah, couldn't even give him that. Story tries to high five the shadow. I don't know if the shadow monster will respond to that. It just sort of stands there. Yeah. Attacks. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now that zombies out of that initiative, it goes to so when Trisha zombie and then goes to guard six, right? Zombie, yeah, guard six. Guard six is going to go after Jorshin, knowing that he's not long for this world at this point. 16 does not hit. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Then it goes to story. Okay. So what story is going to do is she's real fucking done with this guy bringing people back. She's going to run up. On the freaking wizard, and she's gonna stab the crap out of him. 
That is unfortunate. Could you please not? <laughs> Would you consider not doing that? Not even a little. Uh, so she's going to dagger for an 11. Okay. I assume 11 doesn't hit. 11 does not hit. Cool. Uh, she's going to bonus action dagger for an 18. That does hit, I guess. For four. And since he's in melee and possibly paying attention to other things, I think that that deserves sneak attack yeah. because the first one just whiffed. Yeah, he would definitely get sneak. For sure. Yeah. Yes! Well, he's engaged with Ziggurat, so. For 14. Okay. So story's done? Yeah. Okay. Ziggurat. Ziggurat looks at the basement wizard and says, your next mate just wait a sec and as he does that he's like swirling his wand around and then casts what looks like one firebolt that splits off into two Ooh. and targets both of those guards with firebolt so i'm gonna roll for guard three first which is a, a, a god damn it 11 to hit that is a miss and the other one is a 24 to hit that is a hit that is guard two for God. I've been rolling well for 18 damage on a firebolt. <laughs> How does guard two die with firebolt? He's holding his sword up above his head, coming down to strike quill again. And all of a sudden fire flame just starts coming out of his mouth as the firebolt just kind of hits him in the back of the head and enjoys <laughs> a little bit. And he just collapses with flame coming out of his mouth in front of Quill. Okay. And yeah, that's that'll be Ziggurat's turn. Perfect. And then it is the assassin's turn. Ooh, how is our assassin doing? Oh, he has not actually... Our assassin actually hasn't been hit. Yeah, he's been in that dark spot. We... we Ziggurat's probably the only one that knows he's there because that arrow came out of that darkness at him. Let me just think here for a second. How do we want to do this? Hmm, I already used that. Oh, is that one going to be fun? Who is nearby? Story is. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, he's just going to take a poke with his ranged attack. Nat 20, show me the net 20! <laughs> Show it to me. Oh, 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 10. I know that feeling. It's a very yeah, sad feeling. <laughs> Wait a second. Is that actually a 10? It was very sad. I'm I'm crying a lot. Yes. Fuck. I don't even have to get shield. <laughs> I don't even have to get shield. Mm. <laughs> then it's basement wizard's turn. And I'm all up in his face with a knife in him. Okay. Basement wizard is not feeling so hot. He's got multiple wounds all over his body. He is going to... This coward's going to run again. Pull a blackened dagger from his belt. And you and who's close to him? Quill and... Or no, Story and Ziggurat. Story and Ziggurat. Mm -hmm. He's already 
sent the zombie at Ziggurat, and Ziggurat's kind of been taunting him. He pulls this dagger, and you hear him whisper to himself, I freely give myself to the almighty ember. And he plunges the dagger into his own chest. Ashen one. (laughs) (laughs) Story and Ziggurat, give me a dexterity saving throw. An 18. 16. Okay. I mean, uh, it was, it was very nice being a part of this party. I'm very glad. (laughs) A swirling fire engulfs him and he's immediately reduced to ash. And you hear this howl of pain come from the center of it. And then it just shoots off in a gust of wind. Ziggurat. Give me an Arcana check. Ah, oh, man, the animation got me. Nat one for a total of five. <laughs> and actually, story, you could probably give me one, too, because of proximity and the fact that you're learning magic stuff. Okay. Eleven. Mm. Hold up. I have an ability. Magical guidance. I can re-roll. I can spend a sorcery point to re-roll that, and I'm going to do it. Not that that mattered. Frickin' nine. Well, I just burned a sorcery point. So, all of you, you're not sure why, but you do feel a weird tingle on the back of your necks. And then we're going to go to... (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, It would be Angry Shadow Spawn's turn. I, I, I get a turn. Oh, sorry. It defaulted the shadow spawn ahead of you because the dex is higher on the shadow. Yeah, because it has higher dex than I do. <laughs> uh, but it goes after. Yeah, I mean, this this boy in front of me needs to go. Uh, so half his face is like frostbitten and he's got like ice sticking out of his arms and he's bleeding. I can't imagine he's in looking like a good state at this point. Does a uh, 15 to hit total that does hit okay it's a bit of cold damage uh eight cold damage to this uh innocent guard three uh tell me how guard three dies i mean his his other friends had a very chilling experience so i assume that just flash freezes him where he stands okay in a very uh sub-zero fatality kind of way (laughs) he is frozen solid nice if the necromancer is gone is the magical darkness gone? He didn't cast that. Yeah, he didn't cast it. Uh, and as a command, Quill goes, uh, Shadow, suss out that assassin. Oh boy. Uh, so yeah, Quill tells the Shadow Spawn to find the assassin. And probably Rava <laughs> points, has Quill point towards the uh, the big orb. I don't know where Rava Shadow Spawn went in the darkness. would now see... Two heat signatures in the darkness. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, and I assume then the shadow spawn would run into the darkness and blindly swing. Or no, it would wail, actually. Okay. Everything within 30 feet of it, which unfortunately includes my friends, have to roll a uh, a wisdom saving throw uh, against a 14. That's a 17. Oh, that's a nat 20. So you are not afraid of my shadow spawn. 17 and 15. 
18. Ah, so they both saved. Darn. Well, it was a good try. <laughs> it was a college try. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes to Yaladu. Yaladu is not super happy. Um, let me roll a thing here quick. Nope. Oh, no. Okay. Yaladu is still trying to get that other arm to work. It is twitching around, but it's not doing much. But he is going to use the one chainsaw arm on... Which one probably looks like he's more... Rip and tear intensifies. Uh, probably guard six, since guard six is right... Oh! Guard six looks is right in front of him, so we'll attack guard six. Still a hit, even though it was a shitty roll. Nice. 22. Okay. And that guard is not looking happy right now. Then we go to... Properly this time. Jelkis. Jelkis is going to also attack the same guard. Knives spinning and twirling. That is a hit with the first one. And she is flanking. Sweet. 13. Oh, okay. So that helped a lot. Still. And then with offhand, uh, still hit. Okay. Jelkis, with that second knife, whips her blade up and cuts halfway through Guard Six's neck. And a gross geyser of blood shoots up. And Guard Six goes down hard, pretty much on top of his buddy's corpse. And we go to Jorstrin. It's a lot of fucking people on this map. And you control most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, whose fault is this? Well, I mean, it's supposed to be a large scale thing. Oh, nice. That's a 17. How did so many people get on this battle map? <laughs> Put them here. Ooh, damn. Okay. Um, that is a 15 damage with just one hit. And that is guard five. That is a crit. Oh, wow. That's a lot of dice. Um, okay. There's too many. I can't see the fucking roll because there's a fake die in front of it. Okay. And that hurts that last guard here a lot. And then we go to the top of the round. Actually, the good guys are doing way better than I thought at this point. I was going to say, we're down to, what, three bad guys? Because you said there were two. I mean, like, so far. Story doesn't know that there are two in there, but. So then we go to guard five. So many fucking guards. Guard five needs to run away. He can do his. Yeah, he gets a saving throw. Which he. Oh, he fails that shit. Okay. So 60 feet. In what direction? As far away from Yaladu as possible. He's engaged with two people right now, so they'd get Yep, so show attacks. me that before we resolve his running. Well, it's Jelquin uh, and Jelkis. And, yeah, it's all your stuff. All these NPCs get to take a thwack. That's a fail. For, we'll say, Jorson. That's a fail. Jesus. Lucky bitch. Okay, yeah. That was shitty rolling right there. So, and then it's... Trisha's turn. Uh, let's see. Trisha knows 
No, she's probably pre- pre- too preoccupied, so she's going to start heading over to you. And she doesn't know what the hell's going on, so she's going to go at her normal speed. And she's going to head towards you 30 feet this round. That's all she's going to do right now. I figure it might be the only one that knows that there's people in there. No, Quill does know. That actually puts her a lot closer to them, which is not great. And then it's Story's turn. So Story just saw a guard, like, sprint past. Cool. Story has no, like, no. Does, does Story know about the at all. two or the, um, about the, probably the assassin in the darkness, though, right? Yeah. Did she see yeah. that one? Oh. No, she was hiding behind Ziggurat. I mean, there is a big circle of darkness, and you're right. We had seen that literally two days ago, or, well, probably two weeks ago at this point, but yeah. But she's seen this trick before. Yep. We've seen this trick before. So she is going to... uh, She's going to point in there and cast... uh, True strike. Do you have to be able to see the target for that? Nope, just has to be in range. And okay. the range is 30 feet, which inc- which is the whole thing. Is it just at one target? Yeah. And you only know about the one? Yep, I only know about the assassin. So what information does Story get with True Strike? Run that by me again. You point a finger at a target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that the spell hasn't ended. And it's a cantrip, so I don't have to worry about my next shield that I'm going to need. Okay. So really, you just get advantage next time. Which was the idea. Is that it? Not going to run headlong into the darkness? I don't know why you wouldn't. Just saying. No, I'm going to save that for my next turn. Okay. Ziggurat. Yeah, so Ziggurat's going to make like he's running straight into the darkness, but stop just short. And he's going to kind of recalibrate his breath a little bit and summon deep down into his metallic dragon ancestry. And I'm going to drop this cone on here, Steve, so you can see. I have no idea. And you don't even have to tell me who this affects. But there's the cone in there. And if any of that cone is touching somebody, they have to take a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Con saving throw. Oh, sorry. Constitution saving throw, not dexterity. DC 13 constitution saving throw. If they fail, they done get knocked out for a whole turn, incapacitated. Uh, the shadow spawn is sleepy for a uh, for Okay. So you hear a thud. And incapacitated means if they're concentrating on a spell, that would spell would drop. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you cast your spell. You hear a thud. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's a breath weapon, so it's like this metallic... Not mist, but like... Glitter. glitter. She's so happy. Story sees glitter come out of Ziggurat's mouth. <laughs> okay. 
you use your breath weapon. You hear a thud. And this shroud of darkness dissipates. On the ground, you see the assassin lying there unconscious. Standing over him is a seven-foot-tall humanoid creature wearing a horned helm and fur-trimmed cloak. Through this mask on the helm, you can just see two glowing red eyes. And that's where we're going to end our episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't forget that there's now a sleeping shadow demon laying on the ground. <laughs> sleeping shadow demon. So I can make notes on this, right? And they're incapacitated until the start of my next turn. Incapacitated? Uh, yeah, incapacitated. Okay. And then... Thank you to everyone. First of all, thank you to everyone who is watching us here on Twitch or watching the VOD. I'm losing my voice. Sorry. We always appreciate people watching, even if you're not in the chat or anything like that. Just we love any exposure we can get. And if you're listening to this in podcast form, thank you for listening to episode 36, Clockwork or WTF. Had a lot of fun this episode. Just turned into a three-episode combat. Hopefully only three-episode com three combat. I think it's excessive if it goes beyond that, so... One way or the other. TPK or win. I mean, one. there's no in-between there. Again, thank you for watching. My name's Steve. I've been the GM. With me is John. Hi, I'm John. You can uh, find me at SeasonalBard on Twitter. I played Quill the Tabaxi Wizard, who is blessed by science. <laughs> and Anne. Hi, I'm Anne. I played the Kenku Rogue Story. And Mark. Hi, I'm Mark. I played Ziggurat, the apparently invincible Dragonborn Sorcerer. Thank you for watching. He's going to literally stab all of us. As always, <laughs> big scary man's going to come Thank you stab for us listening all. to In Absentia. If you want to listen to more episodes of In Absentia, you can go to our website and click on the In Absentia tab at www.ubergeekmedia.com. If you want to support the podcast, that's also the best way to support us is by clicking the donate button on our website. You can also go to our Patreon at Put Patreon at UberGeekMedia, and you can get access to exclusive content. Uh, we might even throw some bonus content in for the first couple of patrons, because y'all are awesome, and thank you so much. Make sure you spread the good word about In Absentia. Like, follow, subscribe wherever you find UberGeekMedia online. Thank you. Have a fantastic night.